This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from The Investment Executives. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. And if at any point during the show you want more information, as always, feel free to give us a call. Um, You can reach us at 855 625-3736, or you're always more than welcome to jump online, the super speed highway of online internet. Um, You can reach us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. And you can also go to themainmoneyshow.com and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes or Google Play. So um, we're going to get right into it today. I'm here with uh, Tony Shore, and we're today talking about uh, spending less in retirement. And most people are worried about you know, how much money they have in their retirement accounts. However, many people forget to consider how much they'll be spending in retirement. It's a total different scenario, Tony, and it's uh, something we're going to focus on today. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how you're going to spend that money, how wisely you're going to spend that money, hopefully, and more importantly, hopefully spending less and enjoying your retirement more. But anyway, um, with that said, how are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great, Craig. Thanks for having me on the show again. And this is going to be a good one, how to spend less in retirement. It is important to uh, watch our spending. Uh, I know it can be tough for all of us, but uh, I'm great. I've had a great week, uh, just a good start to the new year, uh, been crazy busy. How about you? What's going on over there? Uh, same here. We've been uh, straight out. New Year's coming in. I can't believe it's 2019. That's unbelievable. But uh you know, we had a great 2017, a great 2018. It seems like the momentum is really going. Uh, the radio show has been a great success. We've gotten a number of clients from uh, this venue, which has been nice. Uh, we've gotten a ton of referrals from existing clients. So we're really, really excited. Um, happy to be moving forward and looking forward to another year of radio. Yeah, yeah. It's great to give uh, folks tips out there. And you always give some great advice on the show. You're what I like to call a wealth of information. Ooh, nice playing uh, words. Pun intended. Yes. Um, but talking about spending, uh, that's something, Craig, that's hard for a lot of us. But uh, is 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 it still hard in retirement, spending less? Well, it's a, uh, <laughs> I guess it's a an, an inconvenient truth for retirement to, to steal an old uh, movie <laughs> title. Sure. But you know, likely you won't be able to spend you know, like you did when you were working, obviously most people can, there's some people out there that do well enough where, where they can, but I mean, you obviously want to monitor your spending, but predicting what your expenses will be when your, when your paycheck goes away is probably, I'd say one of the most difficult pieces of retirement because your whole lifestyle changes, you know, it's just a, I guess it's a 180, you know, you're totally in a different direction, but the main point is you're probably going to have to spend less in most cases. Um, Not always the case. And obviously I'm probably not talking to everybody out there in radio land, but for most of you, you're going to have to look at controlling your spending and and at least be aware of what you're spending. And, you know, you can put pen to paper and and try to map out all your expenses. It's not a bad idea for when you're done working, but 
You won't know how prepared you really are until you've officially retired and your paychecks have stopped and you and you kind of get into it. But um, I, I talk to my clients a lot about that. I'm like, what, you know, when you jump into retirement, don't automatically trigger all of your retirement vehicles. I said, spend a year in retirement and figure yeah. out how it's going to go, how you're living, what you're spending money on, what you're doing differently. You might pick up some newer habits. Um, you know, maybe you go to a restaurant every morning for breakfast, whereas you didn't when you were working. But <clears throat> here's a bit of a surprise. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they'll spend in retirement. So it is something to look into, um, look forward to and prepare in that first year of retirement for the many years that are to come in the future. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot we need to be paying attention to. Um, so uh, not only uh, are we needing to spend less probably in retirement, we might be estimating a little low on what our expenses will be. I think so. And and it can get confusing. So, you know, I guess if we could do anything, just slow down and think about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease once you retire. You know, first of all, do you commute to work? A lot of us do. And there are a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car. There's fuel, there's servicing, obviously like your oil changes, car insurance, you know, you get the idea. All, all of the things that go along with owning a vehicle and driving a lot, you know, to and from work. But a lot of retired couples share one vehicle that reduces costs and sometimes even use one driver to save money on insurance. So um, that makes it a lot easier for people. And that's some you know, something you could think about and definitely a direction you could go in to spend less. Uh, this isn't so much about the, <clears throat> you know, the one-time windfall you'll you'll get for selling the car as it is the recurring savings you'll enjoy during retirement because the little costs that come with owning the vehicle will be reduced. Obviously, less, uh, less repair when you're driving too, less insurance, hopefully less fuel costs as you're riding together and carpooling. And I know... It may sound a little far-fetched because most people still continue to enjoy their independence. And as you're retired, I know oftentimes um, couples go in different directions. So it's it's an idea, um, maybe hard to fathom right now, but it's definitely a potential idea that could help you uh, spend less. Well, yeah, and those those uh, quote-unquote little costs can add up very quickly when you start talking about that a monthly car insurance, fuel, the upkeep, maintenance. You know, if you still have a car note, uh, yeah. that could that could be a substantial amount of savings if you can get rid of one vehicle when you retire. Yeah, and I, I know how you're kind of doing a play on words with little costs, and it's true. It might it might seem like all these little costs can kind of go away and um, eventually add up, and every little bit adds up. And the more you can do to offset those expenses, the better you are. And another potential savings, obviously would be downsizing your home. So downsizing your vehicle allotment, downsizing your home. And this can be a touchy subject because, you know, I, I think the problem with a home or a house is that you're emotionally attached to that. You've, you know, you raised your family, many of you, you've lived there for many years or you spent time and money working on it. You really invested not only money, but you and your personality and your, your hard work and all that stuff. So it's sometimes hard to get rid of. Some people don't have the emotional attachment, but many of us do. But your home can have plenty of little costs too, obviously, that add up. And when you retire, your appliances don't stop aging. Uh, your refrigerator has an expiration date, just like the milk inside it does. Uh, it only lasts so long. 
Um, but the, the fridge rarely lets you in on the secret and happens all of a sudden. So it's like a kind of whammy hits you all of a sudden appliance replacement time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just something we're not ready for. And that's another reason to have, you know, your emergency fund set up in retirement. But, you know, we talk about that uh, with all of our clients that we sit down with. And these expenses are often out of sight, out of mind until obviously something breaks, you know, whether it's whether it's your car, like we talked about, or something on your home or in your home, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. 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 A guy I work with, uh, sometimes said his dishwasher caught on fire. It was a relatively new dishwasher. So he had to pay to replace that, but literally has a video of flames coming out of the front of his dishwasher. I I thought, I thought you were going to have a joke here, Tony, like his dishwasher. And then you're going to say, yeah, his wife had to run and jump in the pool or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that would have been a, a little bit sexist, but no, <laughs> yeah. it Jeez. was his dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. His actual dishwashing machine uh, yeah. started on fire, not his wife, but uh, <laughs> that would have been really tragic. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, you, you kind of, that took a dark turn right what there. What did? Uh, that joke. It well, it could have been, dark. it could have been one of the kids. It could have been the wife. could have been, I, I thought <laughs> you were true. going with, I thought you were going with a human being as the dishwasher. Yeah. Well, that's I the mean, a I dark turn, a human being catching on fire. Anyway, yeah. we got off, we got off track, but that's, yeah, uh, that. it was just fun. I was just thinking about how he had to unexpectedly pay for a new dishwasher. I'd never heard of a dishwasher catching on fire before, yeah, um, but, but you're right. I mean, especially when you talked about downsizing our house. Uh, you know, uh, getting rid of your home, moving into maybe a small condo or something after you retire, uh, and eliminating a vehicle. What other ideas are out there uh, for spending less in retirement? Well, probably one that you've never heard before, Tony, and that would be spending below your means. What? That's a thing? I could do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you hear that all the time throughout your entire life. I mean, it, it doesn't change you know, from when you're just starting out, getting a home and starting a family to when you're retired. I mean, you want to live below your means. Those are the most successful people financially that live below their means, able to um, squirrel away money and, and save it up and make sure they have enough to last through retirement. And it's probably one of the most valuable tools in your retirement toolkit. And if you're you're close to retirement age or are already there, there's a good chance that your parents were experts at spending below their means. And those who grew up during the Great Depression, obviously, they had to practice spending uh, discretion out of necessity. So without even realizing it, they were trained and they were probably great role models for managing spending because they had to do it automatically. They just didn't have the money. Um, in fact, that's exactly what author Kenton Waits did in his moneytalksnews.com article, 10 money lessons I learned from my depression era dad. And it's funny. It, it's funny that article is makes me think of my father. He lived through uh, the Great Depression and we have his childhood shoes or my parents have his childhood shoes hanging up in in their house <clears throat> and the soles of them are all worn through. You know, they couldn't afford another pair. He just had to wear what they had. And um, back in the day, people didn't just throw things away. They fix things and replace things. It was it was much more cost effective and obviously they couldn't afford to, to replace it. So they had to fix it. I mean, that's why they had cobblers for shoes. You just fix your shoes. You don't buy a new pair, but right. Well, that's, I mean, that's fascinating. Obviously, uh, you know, you have, you have to, you know, fix things where you can, and we can all learn from our relative, you know, our relatives Mm. who are older, who went through the depression, uh, you know, they have a lot of great ways for saving that we probably would never even think of. Right. 
Absolutely. Yeah, they do. I I remember just you saying that my grandmother, she used to share her newspaper with her neighbor. So she would read it in the morning and she'd bundle it up, put an elastic on it and throw it over to her neighbor and he would read it in the afternoon. They shared the cost. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty smart though. I mean, when you think about it, what yeah, the heck? And it is. Save money, save money. Yeah. Best you can. Yep. Yeah. I think that's great. And so, uh, are there any other, uh, ways that we could save extra money that you can think of? Yeah. Well, Waits mentions there's two lessons that, um, he learned from his father that really stuck out. And first, an income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in spending. And I think that a lot of people do that. But Waits' father was a, a, a firm believer in extra extra money for savings from pay increases. So rather than spending it on a new car or a bigger home, it was an opportunity to save more. And some of my clients increase the percentage of their paycheck dedicated to their 401k when they receive a raise. So it just automatically goes into that. And it's a great way to save more money while you know, not impacting obviously your take home percentage. So, yeah. And in fact, my wife and I have both done that individually is when we get a raise, we, we try to look at it and say, Hey, can we put all or some of this, just have it go directly into our, you know, investment accounts, our 401ks or something like that. So, uh, that's a good thing. You know, we took her last, you know, one raise we'll put, uh, took that and put that uh, right into a, a college savings plan for, you know, one of the kids. And then the next one we put into the retirement account. So yep. as much as you can get into that retirement account, the better, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Without a doubt. All right. Well, uh, was there another lesson that he learned from his father? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, um, the second lesson that I thought was valuable was that saving can be as potent as income and many people strive to maximize income, but salaries aren't, uh, totally in our control. However, what we spend is completely in our control. We can definitely monitor that. And while income and saving are equally important, we have more control over our spending and budgeting than we do necessarily over our income for most of us. So that's a pretty good lesson. Yeah, that's a great lesson. Hey, we have to take a quick break though right now. We're almost out of time for this first segment. Is there anything, Craig, you want to add before we do? Yeah, I'd just like to say, you know, preparing for retirement, obviously overwhelming, nerve wracking, all those things. But if you don't have to do it alone, you can visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com or call me directly 855-625-3736 and we'll do a complimentary uh, one-on-one face-to-face consultation and get you headed in the right direction for retirement and prepared for that. Awesome. I think that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Main Money Show and our host, Craig Dixon, after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the investment executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. Welcome back to The Main Money Show. This is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. And remember, if at any point you want to get a hold of us, you can call 855-625-3736 or you can visit uh, one of our two websites, theinvestmentexecutives.com or themainmoneyshow.com. Today's episode is all about spending less in retirement And as we discussed before the break, spending is one of the few things that you really can control. Yeah, that's good. So when we're working on this, trying to spend less in retirement, uh, what else should we be considering? Well, another thing that a lot of retirees won't like to hear 
is you need to focus on financially preparing for healthcare in retirement. And this planning has to happen because health is even less predictable than the stock market. As a lot of my listeners probably already know, if you're near or in retirement, you've had to weather the storm of probably a few different uh, medical problems. So, Well, yeah, that's that's true. So uh, obviously, uh, healthcare is a huge one uh, and being prepared for it uh, is kind of crazy because healthcare could probably be even less predictable than the stock market at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you, if you think you're, you know, if you think you're paying a lot for healthcare now, either as employed or like supplemental or whatever, wait until retirement is just going to continue to increase on us. And in the absence of an employee sponsored plan, your out of pocket expenses, they might go up on you exponentially and it might be, it might be sticker shock for you. And that's another reason or another area, um, that retirees often underestimate when planning, for future expenses. So you really need to be aware that that's going to happen and don't let it hit you like a tidal wave, you know, have, have your, uh, batten down the hatches, I guess, Tony. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, are, are there, are there any estimates on how much, uh, these health costs are going to increase? I think it's, it's really impossible to predict or give anybody any, uh, future ideas. If I could do that, it'd be great for, uh, stock market predictions, but, um, <laughs> You know, it, it is. It's just impossible to predict the future. But in a uh, 2018 time.com article entitled, Here's How Much the Average Couple Will Spend on Healthcare Costs in Retirement, um, they reported that the average couple retiring in 2018 would need an estimated $280,000 to cover their healthcare and medical expenses in retirement. And that was a, a 2% increase over 2017. So I can only imagine it's going to continue to increase. And um, usually we see healthcare and stuff increase more rapidly than does um, inflation. So something to deal with. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you have to look at this. Um, that's a pretty huge number to have to plan to spend in retirement on healthcare. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, it's um, it's one of those big things that we just can't avoid. Unfortunately, I mean, our health. All of us, we're all going to die. So all of us, our health's going to dwindle. Hopefully, we're fortunate enough that we die in our sleep. But for those of us that don't, and we have a number of medical complications, we have to we have to deal with those. And that number of two hundred eighty thousand doesn't include things like long term care insurance, um, general long term care that you may pay for out of your pocket home health aides, uh, or maybe assisted living facilities or even dental work. I mean, a lot of people get a ton of dental work in their later years, either replacement or dentures or whatever. So neither of which is covered by Medicare. So that number is likely to increase when you factor in uncovered expenses like that. And like I said, I think 2% uh, increase year from 2017 to 18 overall medical expenses is much higher than that. Right. So obviously, uh, it's something that we have to consider. And when we're thinking about retirement expenses, a number that big is going to have a huge impact on our budget, obviously. Yeah. And there's also another thing that I want to talk about that isn't covered much in the retirement content I've seen. And it's, it's also something a lot of financial professionals don't fully take into account. And that's the, uh, <laughs> you'll think this is funny, but the boredom factor in retirement. And, don't get, you know, retirement's great, but the good thing about having a job is that you've got a good chunk of your day planned. You know, uh, obviously, probably a lot of you heard the old adage, when you're not making money, you're spending it. 
Right. And I love the space. I love the saying because especially for this topic, it's true. I mean, if you're if you're just sitting at home, you're going to look for something to do. And usually that something to do is go out to entertain yourself. And usually entertainment costs us money. So it's Always. bound to happen. Yeah. yeah, especially nowadays. I mean, there's very little you can do that doesn't cost money. There are yeah. some things, though, still, which is nice. Um, but is there anything that can help us stick to a spending plan then? Well, I know one thing that helps a lot of retirees stay on track with their uh, budgeting is, is finding an inexpensive hobby that'll help them socialize and find structure. And I think that human connection not only helps with less spending, but it helps with living longer. They say people that have, you know, good relationships as they age, real intimate, um, good friends, all that stuff helps with their longevity. And of course, th this schedule probably won't be as rigid as the one you maintain when you were working. And that's perfectly fine. But if you're someone who, who still maintains a high degree of activity into your 70s, you might end up having your costs go actually up in retirement. After all, you've just gained 40 extra hours a week in which you could do something that you choose to do. Right. Uh, so that's good advice. Obviously, not only do we have to plan for how we're spending money in retirement, but how we're spending our time as well. And you've brought that up in past shows. I think that's a great point. Now, we have to take another quick break here, Craig. Anything yep. else you want to add before we do? Well, our goal at Investment Executives um, in our process is to truly provide our clients with clarity so they know they'll They'll have the comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for, and they'll be able to spend to an amount that makes their retirement enjoyable. We want to help you plan for that plan. Like I say, to and through retirement, you want to make it all the way through and not have to worry about running out of money. But if you give us a buzz, um, 855-625-3736, we'd be more than happy to set up a time to sit down with you face to face for a one-on-one -on -one, uh, complimentary consultation. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Main Money Show and our host, Craig Dixon, after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At The Investment Executives, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com to learn more. And welcome back to The Main Money Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, is Craig Dixon. And I want to remind our listeners, if they want more information, uh, they should get, pick up the phone, give Craig a call at the office, or visit the website. Check out our radio show page there, uh, because you can subscribe to the show via iTunes or Google Play. And now... Is Spotify as well. A big announcement. The show oh, is nice. now available on Spotify. Uh, that's big news. The show's available there. Uh, you can either go to Spotify and search the main money show, or uh, you can just uh, look for the Spotify link on the show page on your site. And what's that phone number and website once again, real quick? Phone number is 855-625-3736. And the website is themainmoneyshow.com. All right. Well, Craig, you've talked, given us a lot of good options uh, for spending less in retirement today, uh, some good lessons that can be learned. What else do you have for us? Well, Tony, I got one last tip for you. That's it. And then I'm out. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no. Going to drop the mic, walk yeah, away. No. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, this bit of advice is for everyone listening and not just retirement age viewers. You know, get yourself in shape. 
and make an effort to reduce the chances of chronic illnesses by exercising regularly and getting that heart rate up. And according to the Centers for Disease Control, an adult dies from a cardiovascular disease-related health condition, um, like heart attacks, every 40 seconds. So those deaths right there that happen every 40 seconds account for 31% of all U.S. deaths each year. And the cost of um, CVDs, cardiovascular disease, in the U.S. is $317 billion per year, split between $193.7 billion in direct medical costs and the other $123.5 billion in lost productivity. And those numbers are just staggering and just astronomically huge. So, Oh, wow. That is, I mean, those numbers are alarming. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, just just the fact that us as Americans, our health seems to be eroding from our sedentary lifestyle, the things we eat. I mean, just getting out and doing a little resistance training um, shows great impact. I mean, there, there's proof that lifting weights in your 80s can still build muscle in people's bodies. So I think, you know, having some resistance training and staying healthier and reducing those costs is going to be. Uh, super important. You're not only going to have more money, but you're going to feel better through retirement too. So you're not just sitting in the rocking chair on the porch and withering away. But you know those types of costs—they're just through the roof and uh, ridiculous. But the better your overall financial picture uh, will likely be in retirement is from your actual uh, health and how good you keep that. Wow! So getting healthy and staying healthy uh, can save us money in the long run, right? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, if you are um, Someone who has been exercising for a long time, you might have the same muscle uh, health as someone one third of your age. And according to a December 2018 story on uh, NPR's Radio Morning Edition, um, you can find it online, npr.com, under the title, Exercise Wins, Fit Seniors Can Have Heart Attacks That Look 30 Years Younger. A recent study shows that the the muscles from 75-year-old lifetime exercises resemble the muscles of 25-year-olds. So you can see if you're working through working out throughout your entire life on resistance training really can have an impact on you. So it, it is a big deal. Well, yeah, that's the key right there. Obviously a lot of people, I'm, I'm guilty of that. You know, I, I work, I record the radio show. Uh, I sit at a desk, uh, I mm. sit behind the mic, a lot of sitting. And yeah. of course, uh, with that combined with my love of pizza, Craig, uh, is somewhat problematic in the health department. So a lot of us are lagging behind that 75-year-old you mentioned who has the muscles of someone a third their age. Oh, I hear you, Tony. It's true. In fact, uh, according to health.gov, the Federal Physical Activity Guidelines, and I uh, quote, key guidelines for adults. Adults should move more and sit less throughout the day. We all know that. Some physical activity is better than none. We know that. Uh, adults who sit less and do any amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity gain some health benefits. I think we all know that. It's just a matter of oh, yeah. actually doing, doing it, it. You know, it's just yeah. got to get off your butt. Um, but, you know, for substantial health benefits, adults should do at least 150 minutes. And that's two hours and 30 minutes to 300 minutes or five hours a week of moderate intensity or 75 minutes, one hour and 15 minutes to 150 minutes. That's two hours and 30 minutes. So, I mean, if you're putting anywhere between, I'd say, you know, two hours to six hours, you're doing pretty good. Obviously the higher end near six hours would be off the charts, but it's good goal to reach for. Set yourself up with a weekly goal, you know, do aerobics, do weight training. They have so many Nautilus machines that you can do. You don't have to worry about messing with weights. You just move a little pin 
Um, but preferably aerobic activity should be spread throughout the week. You want to do a little bit every day or every other day or something like that and implement the weight training in between that. Well, and that's, that's so important. Now we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add Craig for our listeners before we have to go today? Yeah. I want to add that I'm not a, uh, a licensed trainer, even though I saw, I've, I've been doing it a lot, you know, since I was 16 years old. So I, I am in the gym quite a bit and try to stay fit myself. So, but I'm not licensed to give that advice. I'm just going according to the articles that, oh, uh, sure. that I've read, but it, well, you're it really a is guy. important. You're a healthy yeah, it, guy. It makes a big deal. I mean, you know, it makes a big difference. And I see at times when I gain weight versus when I've lost it, it really does. You can really feel it. And as I get sure. older, I'm 46 now, as I get older, I notice it more and more, but um, those are just some of the things, Tony, that you need to be aware of in retirement. And I think health is the biggest one. And if you'd like to, um, you know, sit down with us, we'll give you a face-to-face one-on-one complimentary consultation, and we'll get everything, uh, on the right track as far as finances going. And if you want to chat a little bit about working out, we can do that too. I know I have a couple of clients that I sit down and do that with, um, but that's, that's basically it, Tony. And you want to give us a call 855 625 3736. So you want to visit one of our two websites, the investmentexecutives.com or the mainmoneyshow.com. Feel free and reach out to us and we'll, we'll sit down with you here in one of our offices, either at uh, 240 Russell Street in Lewiston or our other office in Biddeford and Rumford. All right. Sounds great. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode of the Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at The Investment Executives. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.